Galatians chapter number 6 verse 7 through 9 now if you're sitting beside somebody that's not looking at their Bible let them look at yours let them look at yours Galatians chapter number 6 we're going to look at verse 7 through 9 you there? if you're not they'll say wait up Alright, that's enough time. Galatians chapter number 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth of the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting but here's what I love verse number 9 said and let us not be weary in the well doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not look at your neighbor tonight as a neighbor tonight pastor will preach don't faint Somebody else say, don't faint. Oh, Pastor Black, I can almost hear all of the prophecies being spoken right now in churches all across America. I, I can hear them right now. As wonderful prophecies are going out before the people of God, one of them that I know is being uttered right now is this is going to be your year. This is your time. This is your harvest season. <laughs> Can I preach? This is your winning season. I can hear it in my mind all across the nation tonight. Prophets are going to begin to tell everybody in the room that it's your season. It's your season of blessings and favor. I can, I can hear it. But what I find quite odd is that most prophecies deal with reaping harvests. But very few ever deal with doing what it takes to reap a harvest. It's easy for me, and it'll be very exciting for me to, to prophesy tonight that this is your season to reap your harvest. But what if God told me to tell you tonight that maybe this year isn't your season to reap a harvest? What if I told you that this is your season to finally plant some seeds? Because sowing seed is important. What you harvest depends on the kind of seed you've sown. I can't tell you that it's going to be your year. It's going to be some people's year. It's going to be some people's harvest season. 
But I can't speak a blanket prophecy over this house for two reasons. Number one, I don't know what you saw. If you haven't sown anything, you can't be expecting to reap anything. Secondly, even if you have sown, it still may not be the right season for you to reap the harvest of what you sown. What if God told you tonight that 2019 isn't going to be the year you reap a high harvest, but it's your year to sow a seed? Let me help, let me help a few people. Y'all hear my baby preaching with me? She said, come on. Yeah, I'm a priest tonight, baby. <laughs> you will never reap a harvest. Can I preach like this? Amen. I'm trying to help you because it's so easy for us to scratch the surface and make you excited about a brand new year. But there are a lot of us, even some sitting in this room, we haven't put in the work. And what God is saying tonight is, is that you're not going to get instant gratification. That's the problem with most of us. Most of us are looking for instant gratification. Not realizing that what you've seen happening in the lives of people you admire didn't happen overnight. I need five of y'all to tell somebody who were really blessed that this did not happen overnight. Oh no, it didn't happen overnight. That's why many of you are so disappointed. Year after year after year when you don't see results. Here's what I hear God saying. In 2019, you've got to be just excited about your seed planting as your harvesting. Here's what I hear God saying. Y'all don't like this type of teaching, do you? Here's what, here's what you got, here's what you gotta do. You gotta be just as excited about putting in the work as you are about making the money. You don't like this type of teaching, so let me hurry up. You gotta be just as excited about building a resume and collecting good resumes and, and, and references as you are finding a new job. You're not going to find a new job if you're not putting in the work. Too many of us want something for nothing. Everybody wants to get something. But few of us want to give something. And look at your neighbor and say, we ain't talking about money either. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. I'm about to, I'm about to show you. I'm about to show you something because I don't want you to be fooled into believing that certain seasons and certain years bring certain blessings. That's not how God works. That's not how God works. That's not how, that's not how God works. Because here's the deal. God is the blesser. And he brings the blessing no matter what year it is. Y'all not going to help me in here. I need three people here who can honestly testify that you understand that God does not operate on our calendar. Y'all missed a good place to shop. Do you not know? Do you not know that if God operated on our calendar, then what he's doing in 2019 will have to stop. But because God doesn't operate on our calendar, 
gonna help me in here. And I need five people in here who's not ready for the year to end just yet. My season is not over. I will not settle for that. I will not believe that just because the year ends that God has to be through blessing my life. I need five people to lift up your hand and say, this is still my season. I'm in it. And just because the year ends doesn't mean my favor will end. Just because the year ends doesn't mean my blessings will stop flowing. This has been one of the greatest years of my life. Through danger seen and unseen, it's been the greatest year of my life. Sometimes up, sometimes down. It's been the greatest year of my life. I don't want to let what I have go in 2018 end tonight. So here's what I'm about to speak into the life of a few people in here. It's not going to end if you don't want it to end. Because seeds that have been sown are about to come forth. Genesis 8 and 22 says, as long as the earth remains, seed time in harvest will never cease. It's a principle that promises results. In other words, what God is saying is that if you sow a thing, you will reap a thing. That's why, that's why, that's why you got to be careful what you plant because what you plant matters. Do me a favor, look at your neighbor and say, what you plant matters. You got to learn how to plant good seeds. Somebody shout good seeds. In other words, what I'm trying to tell you is you got to be very careful about what you invest. Galatians 6 and verse number 7 says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Somebody shout God. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Here's what I want to tell you all. You cannot sow hate and expect love. Y'all not talking to me in here. You thought you was coming to get something else, didn't you? You can't sow sorrow and expect joy. So curses and expect blessings. Some of us are so smart in the natural, but you got to understand there are many natural premises that promises that come from the spiritual realm. You can't go out there and sow mustard seeds and think you're gonna get collard greens. Y'all missing this here. Some of y'all praying and screaming and hollering and crying, asking God to do one thing, and God says, What have you sown? If you Y'all missing all of this in here. If you sown hate, you gonna get hate. Y'all not gonna hear me here. If you sow a lie, you gonna do me a favor, tap one person on the neighbor. Tap tap them on the shoulder and say, neighbor, you got to be very careful about what you do in this season. Because what goes around will come. Y'all not helping me here. You go ahead and tell them again. Say, whatever you do to me knows how to find its way back to you. We reap what we sow. It's a principle. It's nothing we can get out of. It's something that's going to happen. Whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. I thank God for deep because I've always told you that there's a whole 
indeed has a way of always focusing on the spirit. And I remember one time early on when we were at Shands and Jay had just been diagnosed. She said something that changed everything, Pastor Black. I, I, I thought I was praying a good prayer. And I said, Lord, I want you to heal our baby. And I told him, I said, Lord, if it's your will, I want you to heal our baby. And I know that was a good prayer because we always ought to pray for the will of God to be done. But man, he stepped in, he stepped in after the prayer. And she told me something that changed everything. She said, you know what? She said, I believe, I believe in praying for the will of God. But I also believe that God will not allow us to go through this without allowing us to collect on some of the harvest of the seed that we've already planted. She says, listen to me. She says, you've gone into too many hospital rooms and prayed for other people's children, not for God to heal our child. You have woken up too many nights in the middle of the night and answered calls and prayed for folks for them not to hear your prayer. So I want you to change that thing up. Stop asking God to do what you already planted. Y'all missing this again. You already planted a healing. All we got to do is tell God, I received the healing. And I need 20 people in here to lift up your hand and say, God, I receive it. I don't have to pray about it any longer. I don't have to ask for it any longer. Just lift up your hand and say, God, I receive it. What I already planted. Here's a good place for you to say, it's already mine. summer, we planted, planted squash and eggplant. Different things out there. And I would go out in that garden every morning. Look at it. Watch it. Watch it growing. Scrape around it a little bit and pull out the weeds. I didn't know exactly what I was doing. But I know Dee loved to see me doing. <laughs> but then one day, Y'all missing this. I begin to see fruit on the vine. And whenever I got ready for the fruit that was growing on the vine that I planted, I didn't have to call my mama or my dad to ask for permission to go harvest what I planted. You missed a good place to shout. what I had planted. The only thing I had to do was get up from where I was and go to where the fruit was and pick what I needed. Y'all don't help me here. Whenever you plant good seed and you plant good seed on good ground, whenever it's time to reap a harvest, you ain't got to go back to God and say, God, let me have what I planted. All you Five people to lift up your hand right now.
shout it, I receive every one of my promises. The problem with some of y'all is that y'all want to go to my God. Dropped in 
the wrong place. It has not matured like it's supposed to mature. Here's what God told me to tell a few of you. If you ever get to the place where you stop planting seeds in the wrong places, you will begin to see your full potential. And I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I need those of you right now who are ready to walk in your full potential. You need to do me a favor and wave your hand and say, God, I'm ready to walk in my full potential. I know I'm better than this. It's time for me to be better than this. Some of you, some of you are not blessed like you want to be blessed. Not because you don't carry a blessing, but because you are connected to blessing blockers. a mighty good place to shout. You wonder why your credit score can't get right? It's not because you don't understand financial management. It's because you connected to somebody that don't deserve your credit score being right. Y'all <laughs> missing this shit. I never forget. I never forget one time. Dee, Dee told me one time. She says, she says, I know that there's something greater for me, she says, oh man, I told you, she the preacher in the house. She said, there's something, there's something better for me. She says, but I really don't believe I'm gonna ever see what God wants me to see in my life as long as you keep doing your mess. Somebody finna be through with you. 
that I heard you close tonight. When you plan matters. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is what you plant has to be planted at the right time. You don't plant collard greens in the summer. They grow best in the cold. Timing is everything. You can't just go throw a seed. You gotta make sure you throw a seed in the right place. It gotta be at the right time. And speaking of the right time, you got to understand that once you plant the seed in the right place, at the right time, you got to also water it and learn how to wait for it. Touch somebody and say, don't faint. Sometimes you can't see anything happening. But that don't mean nothing ain't happening. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but I feel the Holy Ghost. There are some people in this room right now, you've been depressed and you've been disappointed because you ain't seen nothing yet. But the only reason you ain't seen nothing yet is because you haven't seen what's happening underneath the ground. Do me a favor and speak to somebody and tell them your seed is working. Come on, come on, help me preach. I'm, I'm about to close. Say your seed is working. Say you can't, you can't really see it right now. But the seed is working. What? Is the seed doing? Pastor Jackson, well, the seed is gaining roots. The seed is establishing a foundation. So whatever comes up out of the ground will be able to be held up. I came to tell somebody in here, when God blesses you this time, because some of you have had blessings in your hand, but blessings have slipped out of your hand. But because of what's been happening underneath the ground, God says you're going to be able to hold your blessing this time. Are y'all going to help me preach it here? Water it and wait on it. You can plant the right seed in the right place at the right time and still not see a harvest. Galatians 6 Chapter number seven, chapter number six, verse seven through eight says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall, somebody says shall, that shall he also reap. But when you go a little bit further, I want to show you that the key to reaping a harvest is in verse nine. In verse nine, it says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap. Oh, my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I thank God for revelation. You shall reap if you faint not. Here's what God just dropped in my spirit. There are people sitting in this room right now. You, got, you had harvest. You had fruit that grew on the vine. see what the Lord had done. Oh my God. Look at somebody and say, don't give up too quick this year. Say, this year, you got to learn 
sitting on the ground right next to you because you fainted before you picked it. But don't let what you're going through tonight keep you from seeing the end of the journey. Are y'all going to help me here? Don't, don't, let what, don't let what the enemy does keep you from seeing the great thing that God has in store for you. Is already gone. Yes. Dr. Otto. 
it. We got it all. I'm so glad that I didn't give up in June. Have I got a witness in here? I'm so glad that I didn't give up in October. Do me one last favor and say, neighbor, I'm so glad that we've been made into for a night. But joy will come in the morning. It's found in Isaiah chapter number 40 in verses 28 through 31. Y'all know what that says. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fainted not, neither is he weary.
said, don't give up. Now, wait. Wait. I don't just want to, I just don't want you to do that. Just because I said do it. I want you to do it because you know that the person you wrap your arm around might be the person who's on the verge of throwing in the top. Come on, wrap your arm around and say, don't give up. standing in this place. I'm done. Everybody's standing in this place. And let me give you one reason to praise God right now. One reason to praise God right now is that out of all the things you went through this year, I ain't even talking about your life. Out of all the things you went through this year, God favored you enough to still be here. Come on, in your own way, celebrate God.
45 seconds. Come on, you got 45 seconds. You got 45 seconds. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You got 15 more seconds. 